0: A quote from Carl Jung. Your vision will only become clear when you look inside your heart. Who looks outside dreams. Who looks inside awakes. Joseph must have known in his dream of dreams that Mary carried the word in her womb, that Joseph trusted his dream, that Joseph accepted the non-rational unknown, ennobles him in humility, courage, and integrity. That Joseph changes direction overnight in a dark conversion makes him both a mystical icon and an icon of hope. Because Joseph is awakened by his dream, those of us looking on can take heart. I can change direction. I can take risks. I can learn to see in new ways. How did Joseph know to turn aside from supposed righteousness as he knew it that is, to put Mary away quietly, the less violent alternative, according to law, and instead follow a dark, non-rational, alternative kind of righteousness. Something in his life, a practice of hope, perhaps, must have prepared him to pay attention to that particular dream that night. Do not fear to take Mary as your wife for the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. Such a statement can make per- perfect sense in the context of a dream. Do not fear to take Mary as your wife because your child is conceived um, the child conceived in her is from the holy Spirit and You will take her to Mediterranean Disneyland in Alexandria and take a ride on a flying elephant called Dumbo and that baby of hers will walk on water and you'll have to go fetch him, but you too will walk on water and then you'll help the king of Egypt shell chickpeas. How do you find the prescient dream within the silly dream? Joseph, like his ancestor Joseph, the beloved son of Jacob, must have trusted his dreams. Okay, maybe Dumbo and the king with chickpeas was too silly, but dreams make sense when you're in them, but not upon waking. What is more likely, really, that Mary experienced sexual relations most likely unwelcome or that she's pregnant by the Holy Spirit. I mean, really. But the messenger in the dream sweetens the message with scripture passage, pregnant with hope, already deeply familiar to the dreamer. Look, a young woman shall conceive and bear a son And they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God with us. But even more than his dreams, in order to embrace Mary's unusual pregnancy, Joseph must have trusted not only the voice of God in the prophets, but the through-line tales of reversals of power throughout the story narratives from Abraham on. First, Joseph chose not to blame the victim, Mary, which put himself at risk of being forever an outsider. Second, he chose wild, illogical hope. Hope flies to hope. Hope. Implies action. Rebecca Solnit, the multifaceted activist and writer, says Hope is not a lottery ticket you can sit on a sofa and clutch feeling lucky. It is an axe you break down doors with in an emergency. Hope should shove you out the door because it will take everything you have to steer the future away from endless war, from the annihilation of Earth's treasures and the grinding down of the poor and marginal. To hope is to give yourself to the future. And that commitment to the future is what makes the present inhabitable. Joseph is the embodiment of hope, and he means to pass this hope on to his son. So indulge me in a minute, um, imagining him cradling his little one and singing, but first we have to burp him, and you'll see why in a minute. So here's the baby, and we're burping him. This is Joseph. Happy are those who help in the name of God, whose hope is in the name of their God. Burp. Good burp. And now we can play, because you're not going to play if the baby is not burped. The Lord sets the prisoners free. The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord lifts up those who are bowed down. (laughs) The Lord loves the righteous. The Lord watches over the strangers and upholds the orphan and the widow. But the way of the wicked, he brings to... And the baby's screaming with laughter. If Joseph could believe and hope in the Lord's promise, <clears throat> to execute justice for the oppressed, give food to the hungry, set the prisoners free, open the eyes of the blind, lift up those who are bowed down, love the righteous, watch over strangers, uphold the orphan and widow, then he probably had the potential to believe his espoused girl could be pregnant by the Holy Spirit rather than by a bullying Roman soldier. See Joseph's nobility in today's passage from Luke. Children are the cruelest critics um, because they know you love them, and so they'll, they'll say anything. But here's Joseph the opposite of toxic masculinity with the opposite of arrogance, Joseph swallows the insult. I must be at my father's house for his own son's sake, for his own son's own emerging sense of identity to protect Jesus' own belief in the through line of reversals of hubris and hate. You see what he did as a father? That's so moving to me. Rebecca Solnit again. I believe in hope as an act of defiance or rather as the foundation for an ongoing series of acts of defiance. Those acts necessary to bring about some of what we hope for while we live by principle in the meantime. There is no alternative except surrender. And surrender not only abandons the future, it abandons the soul. A poor man laboring as an artisan, no doubt working for the Roman oppressors in nearby Sepphoris, Joseph drew hope from the texts of his tradition and saw in them. The opportunity to act within the crack of business as usual. This promise, this dream of all dreams. What righteous dreamer, upon waking, would not lay down his own prejudices, his own limitations, his pride, his comfort? for such a dream.